So I had planned to do an episode about one of my favorite spiral stock follows um, and then kind of go into just the BBL of it all. And if you know, you know, because to know Tay is to know how much Grace and I stand slash like are disgusted and mortified by the local Webster Square Kylie Jenner. Well, upon doing some research, I quickly realized that this is not a call-out episode, but instead a deep, totally Tay rabbit hole. Kind of like trust the process, come along on this ride with me because I'll just like make a bold as fuck statement and then you can hear as to why why I am 100% convinced this is true. So I think that BBLs are like the newest scam. It's like MLM or like Tammy Faye Baker slash Scientology type mindfuckery dude. And that probably sounds wildly, wildly like vague, but also like crazy. How can plastic surgery be like that deeply a scam? Well, like, just hold on. I had also wanted to do this just because I had recently found out some already, like, super out of left field, wasn't expecting them, BBL, like, post-op facts. So I guess we can start there. Um, I had seen a woman cover her first ever BBL. It, like, turned out fairly subtle and, like, wasn't going overboard but that also is like obviously every time you first get something enhanced it's going to be less jarring than like the 10th time um and you're probably not going to go as hard it reminds me kind of of like when people like who've used hard drugs say they like chase their first high you know what i'm saying so whatever she the first TikTok I saw of hers, she is holding this, what she's saying is her BBL pillow. And it's kind of like a foam rectangle, except for the fact that there are two like semicircle parts where you can put your thighs. And I did not realize that you are not supposed to sit on your ass or put any pressure. Like you can't drive, you can't like even sleeping on your back for six to eight weeks after your surgery so that right there already is like wow what the absolute batshit insane like unrealistic requirements to like get the ass that you're shaping you're literally still shaping it when you get home you can't sit for almost two months so like there's that her tiktok ends with her wrapping that BBL pillow in a puppy pad that like you use to train them lifting up the toilet seat and showing how she pees and shits without being able to sit for six to eight weeks um what then I'm like so intrigued that she's showing these parts of this because like that's so rare you get to see the actual nitty gritty aftermath of what all of this like entails. 
So, you know, I go and look at more of her, like whatever she's sharing. And there's one where her fiance is taking her, you know, maybe a week or whatever after the fact to go get a drain taken out. And he's like filling up their back seat with a bunch of blankets and pillows. I'm like, that's really weird that you would take like your pet. Nope, that's for her because, duh, she can't like even sit in a car and do that butt pillow, whatever. That's still putting pressure on that. So she has to lay on her stomach in the back seat while he drives her around with her new ass in the air. It like, he looked like he was in the twilight zone. I swear to God, there was like one moment where his face was caught and it was like he was looking at, I don't know, a possessed like demon instead of his fiance. It was so bizarro. And seeing that immediately made me think about like the last few seasons where there's absolutely nothing happening on Keeping Up except for the fact that they're all clearly getting BBLs and healing from them. And like there's one scene in particular where like Scott shows up at Chloe's and she's like outside by her pool or whatever and like laying on her stomach and he like walks in like holy shit your ass. Like yep weird I just got it filled again. Also I was thinking too if you like literally can't put any pressure on your ass and like also you're still healing from surgery like how are you having sex if you're in a relationship like let's say you get two bbls a year that's they said you could go back to work after seven days but that's a complete fucking lie you have a supposedly seven to 14 day recovery and like that i think is extremely generous because you can't do anything on your backside. Then it's maybe six weeks from the 14 days. So that's already over two months out of commission. They say then that's when your ass starts to actually feel like it's a part of your body again because it's so hardened and swollen that like it takes literally that long for the fat that's already from you to get back to being used to you again and feeling like a normal human being's body. I do not understand this. This is, I mean, obviously people do it for themselves, but this is 100% also influenced by influencers, but shallow, like this is the latest trend, but for beauty. So you're telling me you're having these wicked extensive surgeries and you can't even fuck for three months. And then by that point, you're probably already noticing how much like is melting away from what you originally thought the progress or results were. So you're going to schedule your next one. I, it is so wild. That's a part of like why I think it's a scam, but I will go into like more detail. Grace and I also, or she likes had sent it to me. This woman had posted on Instagram her, like, horror story botched experience because I guess the deal is the U.S. is only allowed to inject, like, however many cc's or whatever in the Dominican Republic or, like, I don't know, all these, like, random island locations. Um, they don't have those limits. They also, like, don't seem to have any qualifications either, but I digress. So this poor woman had gotten a butt lift. I think she had wanted 
a breast lift, not necessarily like adding anything to it, and then something else. And woke up to, I'm not kidding, I don't even know, it looked like she was mangled, like maybe she was taken from a car wreck. She apparently had never even agreed to whatever that doctor did do to her breasts. Um, the doctor had like reassured her that they could like pull whatever that is off. But like, I guess it's just as invasive and dangerous as a butt lift, which I didn't even think those were dangerous themselves. Whatever. This is happening off the hook. These people were scheduling appointments out of the country at places they've never been to with people on WhatsApp. I mean, is that Dr. Like Ladida or is that like Juan pulling a fast one saying, come to hospital, big ass. <laughs> Your appointment's at three. Text you later. Like, what the fuck? How do you text your medical history? I mean, none of this makes sense, people. So like, imagine go full throttle. I'm going to not tell anyone in my life that I'm like a jet off to an island getaway. Weird. What am I actually doing there? Texting some fucking freaks and hoping that they know how to inject some shit in my ass and don't cut my tits off. Literally. Also, like people would schedule these shits, go to whatever freaking country they were going to get them in. And then they'd show up there and like the place would be closed because obviously like they're being investigated or some shit. I guess like a lot of trained surgeons still aren't like fully versed on what the fuck this made up ass shit even is. Okay, so this is where like my actual research comes in. So the most important thing with getting this procedure done, this quote is saying, it's to find a surgeon with quote unquote long-term success. And they're saying that because of this long-term success that maybe after six to nine months, you'll only, only see 30% fat retention from that procedure. In now guys, when I read that, I immediately felt like I was watching Leah Remini's show about Scientology. It was like Pandora's This Is A Fucking Scam box open. I just saw the light. Tell me right the fuck now that you would do that. Fuck all the shit that I've already talked about. Just who would get a butt lift to only at the end of the day have temporarily gained 30% more ass. Like, this is fucking nuts, dude. If that's the case, then what is really truly a butt lift? You go in, they take your own fat from you, they inject it back into you. Like I already said, mad surgeons, no matter where the fuck you go, are not fucking skilled at this. It is absolutely without a shadow of a doubt known you're made well aware that you will lose the majority of what you're being injected with and you can't sit by the time you get home you're just swollen as fuck on top of obviously like the fat that's being injected but like are you essentially just irritating that area to the point of like unbelievable swollenness so then it tricks you into thinking that you have this fat ass, 
six months later, you're back to like flat ass Fanny and need to go do the whole thing again. Like, I'm not nuts, right? On some, let's throw some Oxycontin in the middle of fucking Montana and create a fucking whirlwind. Don't have a big ass, you're swollen. Your body's borderline rejecting it. You literally lay on your stomach for two months, guys, and get a 30% bigger ass when you're healed. Is that not batshit fucking crazy? I literally can't. I literally can't. So why can't you sit after a BBL? It needs to establish a blood supply and survive the procedure. Patients who fail to follow these instructions may risk losing a large portion of fat cells. So what, you retain 5.5%? Weird. Okay, and then there's something called a fluffing period. And anyone who follows our girl will know that, that um, after a little bit when she gets back after having one done, she's constantly like getting these massages. Weird, what are those massages? Someone literally has to rub on your fucking hard as a rock new fat ass so that it eventually will start to feel like a real one again as you continue to lose shit. Like even that right there, having to do that to get your skin to come back to normal or whatever, like that's gonna cause you to lose fat. It's just insomnia. Plus, why are you wearing fajas, otherwise known as fajas? Cause all of this, no offense, screams faja issues will also cause you to lose a certain amount or like is the idea behind that like wear a faja you're gonna get a faja ass and like at least that pressure kind of shapes the crazy shit that's happening back there i have no idea okay so now this doctor he starts this article off by saying like how he spent the first 20 years of his career doing liposuction to areas like your ass and then, like, eventually had to start, like, injecting asses all of a sudden. Like, he's just blown away by the... He goes on to say curves aren't worth death. According to the American Society of Plastic Surgery, more than 20,000 people had the BBL done in 2017, rising steadily from 8,500 in 2012. There's, like, this one business that helped transform in Miami this plastic surgery into, like, a common person's shit. The poorly named BBL does not actually lift the butt. Rather, flat butts are rounded out, grown instantly, and then shaped. Sounds great, obviously, to people who don't have asses. And as cases rose in the country, so did complications. Um, something about like how if you get this in your blood, it does something to your lungs. Plastic surgeons have been advised to inject fat under the skin, not into muscle, but this guideline is technically impossible to follow. Newly reported death rates are so high that it's now 1 in 500 people will die if they get this done, and that's in America. After the procedure, patients can be plagued with rumpled, grotesque, asymmetric asses from uneven distribution of fat. Um, plastic surgeons must police themselves. Plastic surgery is the only medical specialty where new procedures debut on television shows and without much notice. Therefore, all existing plastic surgeons have to be trained and not often because of the surge of a trend, they have very little time to learn how to do these surgeries correctly. He says the high death rate among prestigious surgeons is startling. 
And then he says, when rogue doctors perform these surgeries, I shudder to think at what their death rates are. Because obviously, rogue doctors are performing these. And that's scary as fuck to think about. Number one, like, boob implant doctor in Beverly Hills right now is known for that. It doesn't mean he knows a single motherfucking thing about, about this blatantly made up as fuck doesn't even do anything, isn't worth one stitch of the effort that people are exerting to do this. Like, this is honestly wild. The British Association of Plastic Surgeons warned that their members needed to stop performing the procedure, but despite this, it's thriving here in America. That was in Britain, sorry. Um, when patients die from a procedure that until a decade ago was considered ridiculous, Something is amiss. I believe that plastic surgeons should stop performing this procedure. Um, he's making like a call to his colleagues, calling for a ban. It ends with him saying, um, obviously cosmetic surgeries have a reasonable risk-benefit ratio. BBL does not. This is fucking crazy to me. That that much goes into it. You barely retain jack shit. And you have to do them frequently. Like, no wonder we didn't see Kylie after she was pregnant. Or, I mean, during she was pregnant. And, like, is this why they had to stop filming, keeping up? Like, what do Chris and Courtney think about this? Because neither of them got one. Like, weird, let's all hang out. Well, half the family is laying on their stomachs or, like, sitting on a BBL pillow. Like, does someone have a doggy pad so I can go take a piss? I just am blown away. And, like, specifically regarding Kim, it makes me really sad that, like, Kanye was living in that, like, body dysmorphic as fuck situation. Like, no wonder he went to TMZ and was like, I got liposuction because y'all called me fat. Like, he was living in a sick house. I, that's a sickness. This is a sickness. It's terrifying you're like willing to risk it all maybe die either way be uncomfortable like way too much of a percentage of your year if you get this done once never mind like all the maintenance that goes into this so safe to say even though like this is really backfired because like everyone thinks oh yeah like being thick or being curvy is like trendy too now. It is so crazy to me. Do like these women understand that when you go home, what you're seeing is just swelling and like shit that's about to become a distant memory? I do not get this more than ever. I don't know, like take from this episode what you will, the more you know with Tay. This was a journey. Whenever, like, this topic comes up with, like, people I haven't already discussed it with, I'm always brought back in my mind to an early episode of Keeping Up where people were saying Kim had gotten butt implants and she went to that doctor and got an x-ray and he was like, yeah, like, you would totally see the implants on here. You had them, you don't. Duh. I wonder now, I mean, this is like extra conspiracy theorist, but like, 
did Kim Kardashian and that dude that like worked at that Epione or Epion whatever place that like all of them go to invent this bullshit ass lie so she could make a calendar for fucking Reggie Bush and then then proceed to ruin a bunch of women in a generation into thinking like any of this is normal. Let's normalize how abnormal these fucking things are. I think I'm like taking a stance. I don't think I'm overreacting and I don't think I'm wrong. But do you get my train of thought? Like, this is all bullshit. And it already was all bullshit. I don't know. This is a portal and a half. This is on some 15 years where it's like, if you had mesothelioma and a butt lift at Dr. Miami, like, this is for you. Call, like, Craig Conover from Southern Charm to represent you in your fucking case. Women are gonna have fucked up crazy asses because you can't keep this shit up forever. Like, how many BBLs can a person get in their lifetime? And when I, like, Googled it, there were obviously, like, sites claiming that, like, yeah, of course, if you could, like, at the very least, you retain up to a year. That doesn't say shit about what it is you're retaining, like... And those are places obviously geared towards, you know, finding you a spot to go get it one done. This is a scam. Big plastic surgery. <laughs> Big plastic surgery here to lift your butt and kill you. I, I don't know, guys. I was like very much a do whatever you want to do. I definitely didn't agree with this. I like really do feel that way about like pretty much everything else. The lip shit is crazy, but if you want to ruin how them shits look, whatever, bitch. Like, that's one thing. This is like taking people out of real life for, like, days and weeks at a time where you're sitting on a butt lift pillow and hoping not to smush your ass for months. So, like, I had no idea what the buzz on the street was. Like, I genuinely, genuinely... Until I saw, like, you can't sit for that long. I don't know, the other night on TikTok. Thought that, like, though these were ridiculous to me, that they were, like, the butt equivalent of lip injections. This was a rabbit hole I'm so, like, baffled by, but, like, glad I fell into. Like, I had no idea where I was going with this episode. I thought I was going to talk shit about a girl from Webster Square. Turns out, I think I just uncovered... One of, like, our biggest mistakes. Yet another America, like, way to go. So, yeah, like, something I thought was going to be, like, very much a, like, petty, shallow, funny dive became, like, an actual deep, deep dive. And honestly, like, I'm here for it. I hope you are, too. I felt like this needed to be, like, something others were in on. Um, Thanks for listening. Kisses, poodles.